0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are counting down my top 10 sleepers slash undervalued players. Let's go! Jordan open, Chicago with the lead! Bryant, to shot! Not a game, not a game, game. we talking about practice. LeBron with no record for human life, Andy G'day again, and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Today, we are talking sleepers for the last time before fantasy drafts this weekend, before the season starts next week. And we are counting down, in my opinion, the top 10 sleepers in drafts this year with a few honorable mentions as well. Um, so. We're going to go through that. We've also already done our top 10 busts and top 10 overvalued players on the previous video. So if you haven't already, go and check that one out. Absolutely, it's a good video and check out. Let me know what you think of my top 10 and who you think should have been number one this season. If you agree or disagree, check that one out. But today, we're looking at players that are going too late in drafts, players that are being slept on that you can get a lot of value in your fantasy drafts this year. If you haven't already, make sure you guys are subscribed. We're going to be pumping out plenty of content before the season into the regular season to help you win your fantasy drafts and hopefully have a bit of fun along the way as well. So hit that subscribe button. Please do so. Uh, We are trying to get to 5,000 subs and would love your help in doing that. Um, and like the video, always very much appreciated. If you want to see all of my rankings and where I put every player, what I think of every single player that you should be drafting this season, head over to ballboysnba.com. Subscribe to our season draft guide to get all of our rankings, to get um, access to our exclusive Q&A podcasts as well, so you can submit your questions. I will be answering them once a week, once the season starts, to help you with your fantasy drafts, trade advice, uh, waiver wire advice, advice, what you should do in terms of matchups, punting, all of those good stuff, rate my team, etc. All of that stuff, you can ask me over there at the Q&A podcast, which we'll be doing once a week. So do that one. $10, bucks, it will set you up for the entire season. Uh, one-time payment. Don't cancel it. Once you sign up, it will cancel your access to the season guide. But at the end of the season, all subscriptions will be cancelled. So don't no stress about being charged again. With that out of the way... Let's get stuck into my top 10 sleepers. I'm going to start with three honourable mentions here. So I didn't quite make the list, but a couple of guys that I do see slipping a little bit in drafts further than they should. The first honourable mention here is Drew Holiday. The second is OG Ananobi. And the third is Jakob Pertl. Now, Drew Holiday is a player that I'm getting a lot in fantasy basketball drafts. I think that he's just a victim of being a boring, um, slightly older guy who's you know not really going to do much different this season. But, um, you know, maybe some of the younger exciting guys are being drafted ahead of him. But his contribution to good field goal percentage as a point guard. The steals are elite. The assists are nice. Um, he's not going to turn the ball over a ton. He's just really, really solid. I would value his steals and assist contributions early in the draft very highly. And especially if I'm drafting someone like a Kyrie Irving or like a uh, Anthony Davis or any of those risky guys, Kawhi Leonard, in the second round. He's someone that I'm very happy to take in the third round or fourth round where he's going in most drafts um, just to get some really steady contribution to make me feel good about the players that I've got so far. And I think that he is someone who is just being slept on a little bit OG Ananobi, his ranking on Yahoo was 56, which I think is fine, but I am seeing him s- slip a lot in drafts. He is sometimes going in the 60s, sometimes even in the 70s. Um, kind of like a post-breakout sleeper. I was very excited on him last year. Um, By no means was I completely wrong. He didn't bust or anything like that. I might have been saying that he was going a bit too high than he probably ended up. Um, Injuries was a big part of that. He got COVID twice. The emergence of Scotty Barnes definitely halted the progress. But he was still um, the 52nd ranked player last year. So nearly top 50. Um, I don't see anything changing. In fact, there could just be a bit more upside from him being healthy this season. Um, And I think that him at 56... I just don't see anything being different. So for me, he's a very safe guy to take around pick 50. Um, the fact that he is sometimes falling to the 60s and 70s just seems crazy to me. We might be getting overexcited about some of the guys jumping up ahead of him. Um, and to me, he's just a really solid player to be around that 50 mark. And Yuka Perdle ranked on 70 at Yahoo. I just think that that's much too low, especially if you're punting free throw percentage. He can be a top 40, top 30 guy. His blocks are super valuable. The assists from the center position are nice as well. Elite field goal percentage, great rebounder. So, for me, he should be someone, again, closer to that 50-55 mark. If you're punting free throws, you could even go a little earlier. Um, so, for me, Yucca Purtle is an honorable mention for our sleepers list. Let's get stuck into the top 10 We're going to be counting down from 10 through to 1. So my number 1 is going to be the player that I think is being slept on the most, who has the most amount of value in drafts. So make sure you stick around to the end of the video to get the best sleepers. But at number 10, I've got Nicholas Claxton at 126 ranked on Yahoo. He is someone that I do see slip a few spots in drafts. People are worried about him matching and you know playing alongside Ben Simmons and the spacing kind of thing. The fact of the matter is, though, he is their starting center. He should be seeing 26, 27-plus minutes per night. Even if they run a lot of small ball, he's still going to get the minutes enough to get good value. He's a great shot blocker. His field goal percentage will be really nice. The rebounds will be decent. Um, Just a really good classic big man um, that can do it in limited minutes. Um, even if he if he gets thirty plus a minutes, he's absolutely smashing this. But even in sort of mid to high twenties in minutes, he'll be good value at this point. Um, there's no one really else to challenge his minutes, especially early on in the season. Um, so for me, even like like I said, if they're playing a bit more small ball, he'll still get enough minutes to be um, plenty of value here. Um, he's, he's sometimes a little bit injury prone, so that's why he's at number ten and not higher here. Uh, I'm not really worried about anyone taking his starting job. He's looked good in preseason. He shaved the hair. He's gone. Um, he's gone with that uh, that fade, which I think you know maybe he's more aerodynamic. I don't know, but he shaved the head, so he's looking mean. He's looking strong, and I think at number ten he's a great sleeper in a lot of drafts and a good late center target, especially if you want those hard to get blocks. So Nicholas Clarkson at 126 is your tenth ranked sleeper. Uh, at number nine. Uh, maybe a controversial one, but Shea Gildris Alexander is my ninth-ranked sleeper. Uh, at 58, it's too late for me. He might be ready for the start of the season. If not, he might just miss a few games. There is a lot of um, panic about him missing time with the uh, Thunder tanking and um, the Wemben Yamba sweepstakes. Um Which, you know, there might be some merit to it. And absolutely, he is a risky player. He was on the Risky Players video that we did recently. So if you haven't seen that one, go check that one out. But I think at 58, he's a really, really good gamble. He is a guy that could be a top 20 player. It would not surprise me if he's actually a top 15 guy. He's just got a great fantasy stat set. He is a better sleeper if your fantasy playoffs end earlier. If your playoffs end in March, then I have no worries taking him in the 40s. Maybe if your playoffs run into April, then you you avoid him. Um, And I understand that. I guess I I get that. But first of all, what are you doing? Running your playoffs since April? Uh, I just never would recommend that. the 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 silly season of basketball is just not a fun time to be playing fantasy basketball. So um, change that if you can. But if you if yeah if you finish in in March, Shea gilders Alexander is someone that represents maybe thirty spots of value, uh, for uh, forty spots of value maybe. Um, he's just someone who yeah I think is going far too late for the severity of his injury. I don't think he's going to miss much time at all, and he's just a great player. And I think that you know there's been a lot. Of talk about him wanting to win and um, not letting the Thunder tank, so I think that he is someone that is probably getting deducted too much for his injury at the moment. At number eight, Sleeper, rank eight, I've got PJ Washington, ranked 93. He's a guy that I'm getting a lot in drafts at the moment. He's a center-eligible player, which I think is notable because centers are harder to find this season. He is a really good guy that I love pairing in a punt field goal percentage or a punt rebound slash blocks team. So those small man builds, PJ Washington is someone I think that can really, really suit those teams, even if he just does exactly what he did last season. But he has scope to improve. He's a young player. Miles Bridges is not going to be around anymore. So he's going to be their starting power forward. Even last year, he was the um, 79th ranked player after the All-Star break once he started getting 30 plus minutes per night. Uh, And that's even when he was just averaging 10 points per game. I think that's going to improve. He's going to give you good threes. He's going to give you good assists for a center, good steals for a center. Field goal percentage is nice. He's not the best rebounder. So if you're really looking for those categories, then he's not going to provide that much for you in terms of rebounding, but... He's a triple one guy, blocks, steals, and threes, as well as good percentages. I think the scoring could improve. And he has legitimate breakout potential. So he could be someone that you you might even see him rank inside the top 50 this season. It's a long shot, but I'd be very happy to take him around the 70s. I even took him at 68 in a 20-team league draft that we're doing with the uh, FBI Pro League. Um, I took him, it's maybe a little bit higher than I wanted to, but I took him there because I needed that center position and he wasn't coming back to me with 24 picks between my selections. So I wanted to make sure I locked him away. Uh, in a team that only had five starters, um, obviously a center is uh, you know twenty percent of your starting roster. So I wanted to get a guy that contributed to my build in that scenario. So PJ Washington at ninety three, he could even be high on this list here, but um, the points you know they're not going to be the best. But I think he is um, undervalued very much so this season. At number seven, I've got Ben Simmons on Yahoo. He is ranked at eighty three. Now people might be a bit scared of Ben Simmons and his back injury, his mental health issues, his availability. But I, I've i always been a big Ben Simmons fan in terms of his fantasy stat set, elite field goal percentage for a point guard. The rebounds, the assists, the steals are all awesome. He's a good shot blocker for a point guard eligible player. He might be playing some more center minutes this season, so you could see those rebounds and block numbers go up. He's just someone who fits that punt free throw percentage build to an absolute t um, I'd be very happy to get him in the 50s. He's going to be a top 50, top 40 player, top 30 player even in a punt threes and free throw build. Um, and it's just going to provide those elite numbers that you want for your point guard in that in that kind of a build. So for me, at 83... I'm not very worried about his injury. He's out there playing preseason games. He's looking good. He's talking to the media and doing interviews about his mental health. So to me, that makes me feel more comfortable about him in that respect. So I think we're still deducting uh, too much from Ben Simmons in terms of the risk side of things. I'd be very comfortable taking him in the 50s and I have done so in a few mock drafts already this season. So at 83, Ben Simmons is your seventh ranked sleeper pick this season. At number six, a kind of, I guess, similar kind of build of a player, but more scoring, Kevin Porter Jr. at 105. Um, This guy, I think, is going to be great this season. He um, showed a lot down the stretch of last season. After the All-Star break, he was on fire. A lot of the attention went to Jalen Green and his breakout, but I think that... um, I think that uh, Kevin Porter actually had the better breakout towards the after the All-Star break of the two. He improved his field goal percentage. He improved his free throw percentage down the stretch. And after the All-Star break last year, he was the 78th ranked player in nine category leagues. If you were punting field goal percentage, uh, sorry, if you were punting free throw percentage, he was a top 50 player. So he's going to give you great points, great threes, decent rebounds for a point guard. The assists are going to be there. He's going to get you a steal per game. Um, the field goal percentage in the second half of the year went up to 45%, so he's not really hurting you there much anymore. Um, the turnover's improved as the year went on as well. So he's he's still a really young player, 22 years old. I think this Rockets team is going to be a lot better this season, so I don't think that there's going to be that efficiency drain that he is typically provided. So for me, Kevin Porter Jr. at 105, you're getting insane value. If you're not punting the free throw percentage, he, he can hurt you there. I still think he's going to be a negative in that category. Um, you know, probably at that low 70s kind of a level, which is on decent volume enough to hurt you. So he's not as valuable in that type of a build. If it wasn't for that, he'd be higher on this list, probably top three, but in a punt free throw percentage, this guy is absolutely golden. Um, If I started with Luca or Giannis, I'd be seriously targeting Kevin Porter Jr. around those um, 60s kind of mark, and I think that he is someone that absolutely is a, a sleeper and is being undervalued this season. At number five, I'm still a little bit cautious on this one because the injury as being reported has been reported as something very minor, but at five, I have Jamal Murray. He is ranked at 111 on Yahoo!, which... Seems wild to me. They didn't... That, that's not, that hasn't been updated since he um, injured his thigh or whatever they're calling it in preseason. That was before that. So we're just worried about him returning from an ACL. Now, I am absolutely not worried about him returning from this ACL. Um, he's been out for a long time. He's looked good in preseason before going down with this weird injury. They're saying it is just a uh, thigh, uh, thigh or a cork thigh or a sore thigh or something like that. So... They're not saying it's a hamstring or anything like that. It does make me feel a little bit more hesitant. If it wasn't for that, he again would be higher on this list. But because he's just, you know, they're going to be a little bit more cautious with him and they have now that they've got this little injury here, it's a bit more of a reason to be a bit suspect on his availability. So, but at 111, like who, who cares? Like he is someone who I think has top 50, top 40 upside. He's done that before. It's not like it's something that we've never seen from Jamal Murray. Um, But I think that he, especially the second half of the year, will be absolutely rolling. Um, Points, threes, assists, free throw percentage is great. Low turnovers, he'll get you a steal per game. So he's just someone that I think is um, being far too discounted for his risk and injury history. And I think that he is good value at number 5. Let me know what you guys think of the list so far and let me know who you think are going to be in the top four. Write them down in the comments. I'd love to see your guesses. Uh, and again, make sure you are subscribed and give this video a big old thumbs up. At number four, Lowry marketing is uh, my my fourth ranked sleeper this season. 108 on Yahoo. He has looked good so far as the starting power forward at Utah. I think he's going to get Big usage. His scoring should get a jump from last year. And even last year, he was a top 70 guy, which surprised me, to be honest, when I looked it up. He probably is boosted in terms of the ranking because of his uh, low turnovers. But he was a top 70 guy last season. I think he's going to be better than that. He has a shot at being a top 50 player this season. Um, That may be a little bit of a false top 50 because of the low turnovers, but I think the scoring is going to be good. He's going to give you great threes. The free throw percentage will be really nice. He'll be a good rebounder. Um, he's not going to hurt you in turnovers, obviously. He won't give you the blocks or steals or assists that you probably might want, but you know, you're know, you not going to get that from a lot of your players. So especially those guys in a punt blocks build, I think he's super value. I'd love if he had center eligibility, but unfortunately he doesn't on most of the sites. So... Um, he, at 108, he does... I don't typically see him drop this far in a lot of leagues, again, So, but at 108, if you can get him... Even if you can get him in the 80s, uh, I still think there's, there's value there. Like I said, he has top 50 upside, um, and especially if you are looking for a forward-eligible player to give you those rebounds, threes, free throw percentage, and points. I think he is uh, one of the best bets here. At number three on the top 10 sleepers, we have Devin Vassell, uh, one of my guys this season... He is someone who I've been championing for a little while now. Um, He would be higher, but I have seen him, you know, a lot of people are uh, listening to me and people share the same um, opinion as me that he is getting pushed up draft boards a little bit. So at 86, it's awesome value. He might not actually fall this far in a real draft. People are starting to catch on to him. Hasn't looked the best in preseason, so maybe that puts people off a little bit more as well. I do think that when we get people like Keldon Johnson back into the lineup, it will help Devin Vassell, but he's going to be great at threes. Um, He's going to be getting closer to 20 points per night, good free throw percentage. The steals will be excellent. I can see him averaging three, three and a half assists per game, five rebounds, low turnovers, half a block. Um, The field goal percentage will be rough, um, so he's ideally a punt field goal percentage guy, but to me, once it starts to hit 60s, I've even gone on him in the late 50s, I think he's a fine selection. He has upside from that point of view. So at 86, he's a really, really, really good guy. I feel really confident about him. He beat this number after the All-Star break last season. He was sort of a top 75 guy. Um, So at 86, it just seems crazy to me. Um, But yeah, happy to take him in the 60s. And I still think there's upside from there, especially if you are punting field goal percentage. Uh, All right, and the top two, I think these guys are just absolutely being slept on, especially on Yahoo's rankings. Um, You know, maybe they're going higher in in actual drafts, but again, I'm not in everyone's draft room, but I do see these guys fall further than they should have. Uh, At number two, Jalen Smith um, from the Indiana Pacers. He's going to be their starting power forward alongside Miles Turner. Um, He's ranked on Yahoo at 142, which is absolute madness. He is easily a top 90 guy, easily, um, and has upside to be top 70, top 75. Um, The rebounds are strong. The field goal percentage is strong. You're going to get a three plus per game. You're going to get a block plus per game. He'll give you maybe 14 to 15 points. The assists and steals won't be there, but that's cool. The free throw percentage is solid from a center eligible player. So he is someone that I feel really safe as a top 90 guy. And 140, if you can get him outside the 100, it's just big, big value. And, um, If your league mates have been sleeping on him and haven't been keeping up with the news or or anything like that, he could easily smash this value. I think in the second half of last year, once he was traded to Indiana, if I just check my stats real quick... So yeah, in 24.7 minutes per night. So 25 minutes per night, he was the 87th ranked player after the All-Star break. So he that is absolutely his floor. Absolutely his floor and I think he's going to get more minutes than that. I see him maybe doing 28 to 29 minutes per night. So to me, the top 75 is definitely within reach. I don't know if he has the upside to be a top 50 player. I don't think he's a super high upside guy like a Vassell or or a Kevin Porter Jr. that I've mentioned before, but just absolutely smashes this ranking with a high floor. And uh, yeah, someone who I'm really, really keen on. And uh, I'll give you guys five seconds to to guess who my number one ranked player is. I've been uh, been talking about him a little bit. So guys who have been listening might know this one already. But at number one, I have... Your number one sleeper for 2022 is uh, Jabari Smith, the second is apparently what we're calling him on Yahoo. Jabari Jabari Smith, the second. He's a guy that I've been championing all the way back to before the draft. I had him ahead of Paolo Boncaro in the same tier as Chet. Um, I had him uh, uh, above Paolo in terms of the dynasty rookie rankings. Um, I was keen on him in the summer league. I was keen on him in the preseason. I'm a little annoyed that he came out and he bombed away threes in his first preseason game. He um, hasn't played the last couple with a rolled ankle. I'm not worried about that at all. So hopefully that is enough of a cool down on the hype. But So I don't think he's going to be baking it to 137. That, that, that ranking is obviously ridiculous. But this is a guy that again, I am very, very happy to be drafting in the 60s. Um, Ideally, I'd be trying to get him in the 70s or 80s, um, but uh, I've got him ranked in the 60s on my rankings, just to give you a little sneak peek. You'll know where he's ranked if you check out the Boho Boys Season Guide draft rankings, and um, he's got upside from there. He, especially in a punt field goal percentage build, he is someone who's going to give you very valuable rebounds. He's going to give you a block and a steal per game. I see two plus threes per game. I can see him averaging 15, 16 points per game. Their free throw percentage should be solid. He is just in such a perfect situation. Contrast him compared to Paolo Bonquera, who was in the top 10 bust video yesterday. Jabari Smith has no pressure on him to come in and just do what he does best, defend and hit threes. Um, and rebound. He is just someone who's going to slot in there because all the attention is going to go to Jalen Green. It's going to go to Kevin Porter Jr. It's going to go to Sengun, and he's just going to be able to do what he does best. Whereas Paolo Banchero, all the defense is going to be honing in on him, and it's going to make his percentages rough. He doesn't get the steals, blocks, and threes to the volume that Jabari Smith gets. So for me, Jabari Smith is my absolute number one rookie this season. Um, Be aware the field goal percentage might be rough. So if you are looking after that category, ding him down a little bit. He maybe is a guy to get in the 70s or 80s rather than reaching for the 60s. Um, But for me, Jabari Smith is the guy that I am having as my number one sleeper for 2022 Let me know what you guys think down below. Chuck us down in the comments if there are other players that you think that I've left off, some other sleepers that you see going too late in drafts. Let me know when your draft is and who you are hoping to get with your first pick in the comments below. Good luck to everyone who is starting their drafts this weekend. Again, make sure you check out ballboysnba.com. Grab yourself a season draft guy for just 10 bucks. Cover you for the whole season. Um, Subscribe to the channel, guys. Hit the like button, and I will see you guys next time. Laters.